Welcome back to Catherine's Corner, or if this is your first episode, welcome. My name is Kirsten, and you're listening to A Quiet Corner of the Internet, where we talk about our feelings and thoughts and how we can grow into better humans. Make sure to follow or subscribe to the show wherever you like to listen from to never miss an episode every Wednesday. And if you want to stay updated on the show or just be in general, I'm at Catharaxia everywhere that matters. Just type it into Google and I'll be right there. C-A-T-H-A-R-A-X-I-A. So I have a special guest with me today, a very special person in my life. Natalie, how are we doing? Oh, for the morning to <laughs> Hey guys, um, what's up? Um, I'm so sorry. And <laughs> I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. I have Natalie here today because I, this is the first episode, not of the podcast, get with the program. This is the first episode of a mini series on the podcast that I'm calling Meet Blank, where I'll be inviting special people in my life onto the show and we're just gonna talk about whatever i'll have a set of questions made especially for them that i want to ask them and yeah a conversation uh will probably sound a lot like how i talk with them normally and really it's just an excuse for me to talk to people besides myself on the show and you know show off the people i care about of course so yay yeah and Natalie is here today because, well, I love her very much. She's one of my you closest too. friends. She's oh my gosh. super talented, a very talented musician and a filmmaker. And uh, I think you guys should also have the opportunity, the honor of getting to know her as well. <laughs> so, of course, of course. Well, my first question for you today, as we go into the main part of the podcast, unless there's anything you would like to tell us about like your general day today, but that's also what I'm gonna ask you first is how you've been doing. Oh, um, I'm pretty good. I'm living in LA right now, which is nice. I'm originally from Virginia. And so I'm in close proximity to my school in LA, but not actually there, uh, <laughs> which has been <laughs> interesting. It's It's been super nice. I have two awesome roommates and we just, I just do my homework and then hang out with them, cook, work on my screenplay. That's basically been my day to day for the past couple months. Yeah, no, I feel that. I feel that, but like, make it cancels. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. What are some key things that the people, because I know you, but what should the people know about you? They should know that I'm a big old goofball. Confirmed. <laughs> Thank you. Um, they should know that I like making art a lot. I also am into um, martial arts slash wrestling. That's another hobby of mine. I really enjoy music. I've been playing piano for 14 years now. And so that's one of my favorite things is scoring music and filmmaking. My uh, my big girl dream is to be a director <laughs> in film. Well, I already am, um, but like I want that to be like my, my big boy job. Um, yeah. 
So there's like that. And then I also really want to score music for films. And so I'm currently working on a screenplay that I plan to shoot this spring, which is a daunting task. It has proven to be daunting, but it's also helped me grow so much and showed me what I'm capable of. So heck yeah. It's the project is so cool. Do you want to explain it? Feel free to explain if you'd like. Thanks. Um, Yeah, so right now it's called Camp Rebel, and it's about um, these four teenagers in this rural camp in Virginia. It is thematically about internalized racism, and it's about these four campers who, uh, they find this secret map um, that kind of has to do with the the past of the history of the uh, of the camp that they're at and they follow the map and go on this journey to discover the the secrets of the camp while also mm-hmm. kind of learning about their own identities and grappling with that and their future that was a really long log line but you know we're working on yeah. it i mean i'm not a film exec i'm not gonna <laughs> not gonna rap on you about it <laughs> rejected that's it <laughs> It's over. <laughs> it just it just disappears from the cosmos. I mean, if I don't know that it exists, then as long as you disappear it from my brain too, then I have nothing to be sad about. Well, that's is that deep? Sure. If it's just gone, then I mean, it's gone. I mean, I'm sure there are things like that that I don't even know. Like, I'm sure there are great things that could have happened that I don't even know could have happened. And because of that, I'm not even mourning them because they just didn't happen. So, yeah, I appreciate that about life, that I have a limited. (laughs) That's why, like, I think it's funny when people are like, oh, man, I wish I could know the future or like, I wish I had a wider, like, I don't want to be God. Can you imagine being all-knowing? So stressful. (laughs) Me too much. I mean, if I was God, I would be losing it. I'd I'd just be like, ah. It's like the most stressful Sims game of all time. And people, but like, super violent and like horrible. And you're just like, Mm -hmm. ah, why did I make you guys? Like when you add too many like mods and then you end up in like <laughs> purge town and you just have a bunch of sims just killing each other. You're just like, I, this isn't where we started. I just wanted to have a nice family with like a ridiculously big house, with, like 25 lamps in the same room. And now we're here. Yeah. Mess. Yes. And oh, to be a deity. <laughs> Yeah. I feel like that could be an album name. Oh, to be a deity. Oh, to be a deity. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm glad to have <laughs> this sounds like not right, but I'm glad to have minimal power. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't want power. I'm not very I wouldn't be good at it. <laughs> well, as you a know? wise woman once said, freedom is a prison. <laughs> yeah. On a completely different note, <laughs> how did we first meet? Um, I don't remember. Oh, okay. Did we meet through Kiki? I remember. The, I remember us first meeting outside of the outside of the uh, the dining area at our school, mm-hmm. and um, I, you were sitting there. You had a cool jacket on, 
and I remember complimenting your jacket and you're like, thanks. And I was like, oh my gosh, she's so cool. She'll never be friends with me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I remember sitting and talking to you and one of our other friends um, about like wrestling or something. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, but wait, we had a class together. So I saw you before that, didn't I? Yeah. That was I the first time we like, so ta- that was the first time we like talked though. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember, like, I had watched you perform at the open mic on our campus, and I was like, oh, my God, she's so cool and talented. And I was like, she's in my class, too. That's so cool. And then I saw you eating the lair, and I was like, oh, here, let's take out. (laughs) And now here we are. (laughs) Oh, heck, yeah. I didn't know you were there. Wow. Yeah. That was when I used to go to all the (laughs) only open mic events. I feel bad, but also I don't. I mean, yeah, I feel like most, I feel like I only went to the first couple and then it was just like, okay. Mm -hmm. But if I hadn't gone to the first few, then I would have never, like, it wouldn't have clicked soon enough because I'm so, like, anxious. So Mm. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad that we connected when we did. Me too. Yeah. Mm. And then I feel like once we had our first tea time, then I was yeah. like, okay, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> it was like our first tea time, you we were just answering questions back and forth. Mm-hmm. It was a good bonding time. I would highly recommend find, find, find those good bonding questions. Get deep. 20 questions, but make it, you know unpacking time. <laughs> yeah. You know how people will be like, will list off like things they want in like a in like a relate like a romantic relationship they'll be like oh if I could just have like I remember when I was first starting at like at a our school Mm -hmm. (laughs) um (laughs) I was just like trying to I, I just really wanted a friend group that was that I could just talk to and have a relaxing nice time and yeah that where partying wasn't like a central the center of our friendships and I just remember like after we had that tea time, I was like, yes, I found it. I found it. I was super happy. I'm I'm snapping, but like softly. (laughs) Yeah. I can't snap with my second hand. So I just pretend Mm. I can only, I can snap with both, but really I'm only snapping with this one. Snapping is so weird because it's just like your fingers like hitting your palms at like a certain frequency. And it's, I don't know. It's, it's like a slingshot, but like tiny. Tiny slingshots. It's tiny a new album slingshot. by um, <laughs> Floor Cry. Floor Cry. That's our, um, that's our upcoming artist name. Yeah. We made a song and it's coming to a listening service near you eventually. That's right. <laughs> How do you think I describe you to other people? Um, I think (laughs) you're like, oh my gosh, I pretend to like Natalie, but she's just annoying. No, I, I think you just, I think just you described me the way you did, um, in the intro where you're like, yeah, she's, I mean, she's cool and she makes films and, um, we're good buddies and (laughs) maybe you don't say that, but you're like, yeah. And she makes music and is from Virginia, you know? Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, it, if you, I guess it depends on the context, you know. Definitely mm-hmm. being goofy, very like, I associate you a lot with nature, probably because you hike and are like mm-hmm. <laughs> probably one of the most like in tune with nature people I know, oh. which I admire a lot. As someone who like <laughs> thinks dragonflies are scary, like <laughs> I respect the ability to connect with mother earth like that thank you yes i love nature so much it's like it's the one place where i feel not the one place where i feel like i belong but it's the one place where i just feel like oh i'm supposed to be here probably because like i I think that i maybe am and um it just feels right like i got to go hiking pretty recently close to la and just being in a city too is, is just a bit it just feels artificial sometimes. So I, I feel very just relaxed when I'm in nature. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just super soothing. Yeah. yeah. So I want to know. Well, I feel like I have a good idea already. But like, what do you tend to follow on social? I put it down on like, what's on your For You page? Because like, I know you don't use TikTok, but TikTok's For You page tends to be like, weirdly accurate Uh uh-huh so it's like what kind of stuff do you like to have around you media wise um okay so I don't watch a lot of movies which is weird Mm -hmm. but I mean I do (laughs) I do sometimes um I definitely at this point have kind of distanced myself from social media a lot so I really only go on Instagram very occasionally and honestly I just look at stuff that you've posted and then also <laughs> Boba Machila I look at what the things that she says a lot yeah. um I think that she has a lot of interesting takes and then um I'll look at musical artists I'll see what musical artists I like or posting because usually they'll be like I'm releasing this thing soon and I'll yeah. be like wowie I can't wait um and yeah on on youtube i watch hitomi i don't know i don't want to butcher her last name but i Mm -hmm. uh i just look at her stuff sometimes because it's really relaxing and Mm -hmm. um i don't know if she's truly happy but it seems that way and i I find it really soothing to view (laughs) i also listen to rick roll's podcast sometimes because rick rolls rick roll he's um He's this like a uh, vegan athlete. He's like the only mm-hmm. vegan uh, influencer that I follow now. I used to be really like into the whole vegan community. And then I was like, this is <laughs> super problematic. Yeah. Um, so he's like one of the only, I like him and Rachel Ama mm-hmm. are like the only two vegan YouTubers I follow now. But mm-hmm. uh, he's also like a, a pretty talented, I guess, athlete and uh, he just he just brings on like a lot of interesting guests who talk about how to sort of harness your inner power and be mindful and be successful and I think he brings mm-hmm. on a lot of cool people. Yeah, that's cool. I have. Thanks. I can I can see why you would detach from the online vegan space. I I mean I tend to associate it more with like freely the banana girl now because. Uh. And I know she's literally, that's like saying YouTube is just Trisha Paytas. But like, 
Yeah, no, it's so weird. When I first went vegan, she was like the only vegan, like big vegan YouTuber. And like, she yeah. basically brainwashed every vegan on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And cause she was at this whole like high carb diet thing where it was like, mm. eat 50 bananas a day and look like me. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, I think, yeah, I think vegan YouTube is, uh, I don't know if it's gotten better <laughs> at all, mm-hmm. but um, I feel like at first I didn't see like any, uh, anyone who wasn't white, it, it felt right. pretty, uh, and also the recipes just weren't good. There was just, it was like, here's how to make tofu with like, and I was just like, with no seasoning, you know, like it just was boring oh, stuff. That's cause um, it was white people doing it, but that's, I mean, <laughs> that's but you know, yeah, take. right. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, no, if you are, this is, this, there probably isn't anyone, but if you're listening to this and you're vegan and you want a good vegan cooking YouTuber, Rachel Ama, she does, she has the flavor. She, she actually does a great job and is also like, just has a fun personality or like YouTube mm-hmm. personality. So I enjoy her stuff. Yeah. Um, I feel like YouTube being toxic doesn't always fall in like community specifics. I think YouTube in its essence can be like kind of hard to like not become like super toxic or convoluted and it's hard. It's a weird right. platform. It is. Hmm. Okay. I have three more questions here i'll let you pick one of them before we go to the favorite segment so the first one was what would be on your disclaimer sticker for example disclaimer really likes hugs or warning prone to anxiety the second question was what are five of your forever songs and the third question is what obsession did you used to have that you still stand by so which one would you like to answer I think I'll answer the second one. My five forever yeah. songs. Mm-hmm. Forever song. That's a good way of putting it. Mm-hmm. Um, Hallelujah by Jeff Buckley is one of them. Solo by Frank Ocean. Yeah. Um, shoot. <laughs> I thought I was ready. Um, you have three. Okay. I would say... This is just off the top of my head. Bridge Over Troubled Water by Simon and Garfunkel. That's mm-hmm. a nice one. It's a good comforting song if you're having a down day. Um, you know, Gonna Love Me by Tiana Taylor. Very pretty song. Yeah. Um, and I have one more, right? Yeah. One more forever song. You know, Brazil by Declan McKenna. Snaps. Yes. <laughs> King. <laughs> the guitar the guitar riff on that song is just perfect. It's still I could still listen to Brazil and not be sick of it. It's just a yeah. it's a banger. Yeah. Just the quality song. Solo's another good one. I remember like the first time I heard it was at like the Lord concert I went to. Mm-hmm. She had covered it. And I like I feel like the people in her audience probably knew the song. Mm-hmm. But like that was my first time hearing it, so now every time I hear it, I associate it with like her sort of sitting down in like this beautiful white dress, and yeah. she's just sitting and singing to us, and the lighting is so like ethereal, and it's just so beautiful. 
Yeah, I love that song. It feels that song always reminds me of um, when I when I would drive to school. I went to this horrible high, like high school. My second high school was just horrible, and I was so excited to leave Virginia <laughs> my mm -hmm. senior year. And just every day, I would drive to school, and I would listen to solo on the way, and I would just belt it, and I'd be like, it reminded me of the West Coast for some reason. And so yeah. it was like the song I would sing just to be like, one day I'll leave. <laughs> <laughs> to myself and you did and i did wow what a just what a main character moment for you i love that thank you thank you um we're gonna take a quick little break a quick little rest stop and talk about some favorites of the day i didn't yay. mean to say that that's also <laughs> another thing uh, yay 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 <laughs> That's right, I make music. <laughs> yeah, she does. Renaissance woman, go listen to her. And on that note, let's move on to the favorites. So, Natalie, I know that you listen to the podcast, which I deeply appreciate and love you for, although that's not the only reason that I love you, but I do deeply appreciate it. Why, of course. And so you're probably familiar that the favorites of the day are usually like three things related to the episode. So I wanted to know what have been your three favorite things that have brought you some joy this week. This week? Mm -hmm. I'm going to need a moment. Valid, valid. I can, I can give my three favorites off the top of my head. Usually I write them down uh, because I do have to think about them. But I'd say my three favorites of this week would be number one, the golden music video is actually coming, <laughs> which I said like two weeks ago. But I just, I can't believe we're actually getting it because he, Harry Styles has a habit of filming things and then not releasing them. So the fact that it's actually coming and Golden, in my opinion, is like in the top five off the fine line too. Mm -hmm. Like I have such like a specific image in my brain whenever I hear the song. And he filmed it in Italy and like the costuming for it looked beautiful behind the scenes. So I can only imagine what it'll look like in person. I'm just so excited for it. So that's definitely one of mine. Nice. Have you thought of one? Oh shoot. Um I think one of my favorite things. Um can it be anything? Or does it have is it like media? It can be literally anything. Okay, okay. Um one of my favorite things this week has been reading. I feel like I've got I wasn't reading for a good period of time. I'm reading this book called Shout right now. It's um, this poetry book and just the book is good, but even more than the book, just taking the time to just read leisurely and not for class yeah. has yeah. felt, has been so relaxing and just getting lost in a book. There's really nothing like it. I recommend mm -hmm. always. Is that the one that's like, a poetry book that's like a narrative yeah it's about her mm -hmm. life um it's about her life it's about her parents her family yeah it's just about her life um being a survivor um and just it's it's really good i'm about halfway through and it's just 
it's lovely truly lovely yeah. i haven't read a book in a few months so maybe i should maybe that can be my next little project oh yeah i'd say another one of my favorites for this week would be i'm crocheting like you know i was crocheting like a scarf thing and i was like mm-hmm for my hand um well i realized a i didn't have enough yarn for the original design so i was like gosh darn it i can't have the scarf but then big brain moment i went back and i redesigned it so now instead of it being like a really big like square scarf it's gonna be like a half triangle that i'll like tie it around like the back of my head and it's coming out really cute and i just do it while i'm in class because my classes are mind-numbing, so I'll like crochet while I'm in <laughs> class. And I just, it, it makes me a little happy because A, it's keeping me focused, and B, like I know that my professors can see like my little crochet needle and yarn just mm-hmm. like flash into view every few minutes. <laughs> just, just, like, hmm. Yeah, I'm glad they know that while I am here, um, not willingly. <laughs> Like, okay, I will be here, but I'm going to crochet. And yeah. yeah. Um, another one of my favorites this week has been, so my roommate installed like, like these light bulbs into our, like he installed these light bulbs into our room light, into our like kitchen slash dining room light. And mm-hmm. it, he, there's like this app you can go on on your phone where you can change the color of the lights. And there's a bunch of fun settings. There's like a, a rainforest setting and like a candle setting and you can change any color you want and there's two bulbs in each light so you can do like you can like mix and match it and like this weekend like this weekend I made I was just I literally made the most the best work slash studying atmosphere I've ever made I like lit a candle I had my like essential oil diffuser on so there was like lavender and like flower scents and then I changed the light so it was like this dark green and then I played like rainforest ambience while I was so working good. it was just it was it was lovely I was a big fan I love that for you that sounds so nice <laughs> thank you it's so good wow just the power that holds Amazing. Yeah. the power of lights really it can change your life yeah i mean just a good lamp <laughs> if, you, if you're feeling down a good lamp could do the trick <laughs> maybe not that's <laughs> depends on the the problem depends on the problem if, if the problem is that you're in a, a dimly lit room, then yes, lamp would fix. But if it's anything deeper than that, <laughs> probably not. You're telling me a lamp can't heal a broken heart? <laughs> I don't know. Illumination. Illumination. <laughs> that was incoherent. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> Of, of me, of me. I just said illumination and thought that meant something, but it didn't. <laughs> I thought it was really provocative, actually, but, um... Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I think my third favorite would be the outside plant 
um, that had, it had been shriveling. Like it was all brown in the front. My mom, she might be outside my room door, but I'm gonna say it anyways. My mom has a not so great habit of buying plants from Walmart and then like setting them up and forgetting to water them. So we have like, we had like three dead plants, all brown with just brown flowers just sitting there in the front of our patio. And like for Halloween season, it kind of works, but like literally any other time, it looks really creepy. <laughs> so it's just, it feels like a warning almost. <laughs> I saw the branches were like still green. So I decided I was gonna try watering them to see if I could get them to reflower. Mm -hmm. And for one of them, it actually worked. Oh. So the cold tried to kill my little plant baby rescue project but i brought him inside and it's beginning to bloom again and i'm so happy because i feel like i'm coming into my plant mom moment at the moment even though i still can't figure out how to keep this pockets alive but i will find a way for you baby i promise <laughs> you are not dying on my watch <laughs> so that would be my third thing <laughs> Your plan is just silent. Your plan's like, okay. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> sure. I'll, uh, I'll just uh, wait to see if I live or not, I guess. <laughs> wow, same. <laughs> We're just plants out here. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. My, uh, my final thing would be cuddles. I, for sure. Cuddles have been just a favorite thing, but like platonic good platonic cuddles um me and my roommates cuddle a lot and it's super super nice and just cuddling with friends like i think just in the past couple weeks just prioritizing friends and not worrying about romantic uh affiliations has been one of the best self-growth things i've had in a while and um i just uh just just like platonic intimacy is just so, I, I feel like it's just next level. It's just really next level. And I, I think it, it almost seemed more daunting than romantic intimacy. And so I'm really glad to have, to be able to experience it. I love that. Again, love that for you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, that's our favorites for this week. Oh now, yeah. Let's talk more a little bit more with a few more questions I have for you. Alrighty. Alrighty. All right, so what's something you've learned this month that's been sticking with you, Natalie? Oh, hmm. I think one thing that I've really been learning is to just be truly content with where I'm at and not in a way where I feel like I mentioned I just mentioned this with like the uh romantic relationships thing but just like literally not desiring uh mm -hmm. any romantic relationship uh at all which would see I feel like a lot of people are like oh I don't need a like I feel like a lot of people like pretend like they don't want a romantic yeah. relationship but of course we do <laughs> And it's something that people think about a lot. And I, um, I just like people. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I feel like I was thinking about that so much. And 
especially with um, quarantine and stuff, it just complicates the whole situation. And so, mm-hmm. uh, and just, oh, you know, here's the real thing. Learning to say no to men, yeah. that has, I've, I've, I've never thought I'd be able to like be good at doing that. Um, mm-hmm. But just, just flat out saying no when I don't want something. I've done that like four times in the past couple months and I have, never really been great at just like drawing a hard line like that and just being like you know what no period like that's it no no thank you um usually i'm like no but like uh like comma maybe blah 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 blah. but no like now it's i've learned to just to say it and just um be done with it kind of um drawing those boundaries yeah so i feel like that has been super powerful because now i know i can at least do it and um yeah i feel i feel like in control of my own life you know in a way because of that like i'm writing the story um you know Mm -hmm. Uh, so yeah that makes a lot of sense as someone who still struggles to say no to most things for most people i i admire that because it is hard saying no is hard like i feel like an article or video about it comes out like every like few months or so about like mm-hmm. guys we need to start saying no to things you can't say yes to everything like you gotta start saying no yeah. because that's just as powerful and it's like i hear you but like also i feel like beyond that beyond just like saying like no to things it really takes like a personal growth of like realizing that like part of like self-love and self-care is saying no to things yeah. and is creating those boundaries and just because you're saying no doesn't mean you don't care if anything it means you care even you care enough to create that boundary yeah and to just be honest it's like i was talking to uh, my roommate about this it's like if it's not a heck yeah it's a heck no like mm-hmm. um if you that's something I've been realizing. Like if I'm uncertain about something or like even kind of uncomfortable with, especially with romantic stuff, like mm-hmm. then going into that situation is usually not a good idea. And right. I think especially having my roommate to like kind of com- talk about everything with, cause I'll be mm-hmm. like, eh, but like, should I just say yes? And he's like, no, like you clearly don't want to. And I'm like, yeah, I don't. <laughs> and then I like text the person or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, no. Um, no here's why and Mm -hmm. i mean i think it's because like especially i think sometimes like women feel like they have to or just you know just people in general i think feel like they have to be nice um yeah and it's actually nicer to just tell someone no because then you're just being honest with them and you are valuing their time Mm -hmm. like don't yeah spare someone's time don't spare their feelings wow Put that on a t-shirt. Spare <laughs> someone's time, not someone's feelings. That's going in the red book. The Oh heck yeah. The little baby red book. Yay! <laughs> An honor. Of course, of course. How do you take care of yourself? Um, right now, these days, I take care of myself by having some sort of routine that I follow, like healthy habits, like I try to exercise every morning, or if I don't feel like it, I don't. And uh, and that could be anything from just like gentle yoga to going mm-hmm. on a run, depending on what I need. If I need a release, then it's a run. 
if I need right. like to un just unwind for the day, it's a some yoga. And then uh, going on walks and going outside because right now it's pretty easy to like be glued to a screen all day. So mm -hmm. I found like this little garden area near my uh, apartment building. And so I walk there and pretend it's my garden, even though it's definitely someone else's garden just <laughs> next to their house. And I hope that they don't yeah. come out and yell at me. Um, and making tea, tea is very comforting yeah. and warm. Tea and then, is so comforting. Yeah, I made some <laughs> I made some peppermint tea this morning and then I like looked up benefits of drinking peppermint tea. So while I was drinking it, I was like, oh yeah, we've got like 10 <laughs> benefits going on right now. <laughs> right now I am aiding my digestion, like focusing more, <laughs> like, you know, like all the things it lists. <laughs> mm -hmm. So yeah, and cooking. Yeah, cooking's a good form of self-care. I, when I do enjoy cooking, it's usually because it's like one of those tasks that you can just like focus in on. Mm -hmm. And if you really get to cook food for yourself, then, you know, you're nourishing your body and choosing what goes in there. Yeah. And it engages all your senses. So it, it feels like it is very mindful task kind of. Yeah. Big fan. All right. How can I be a better friend to you? You know, I think you do a splendid job of being my friend. Wow. I truly don't have any requests of you besides occasionally taking the time to speak with me. It really makes my day when I get to talk to you because um, I just feel very heard and understood and I like hearing your new thoughts and takes and how your life is going and that's really enough for me. I don't you know, I don't have any requests. <laughs> wow. Wow. Did I, did I just get a hundred percent on that? Yeah. Wow. I mean, it's like, I, I feel like I provide everything I need for myself in terms of like, um, and like, and so then everything extra, like any extra support from friends is like amazing. But, um, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I don't have any yeah, I feel like you've always done a great job of being there for me, and I hope I've done a good job as well of being there for you. And uh, yeah, you have. Yay! <laughs> Do you have any requests of, of me? No. <laughs> You're also <laughs> You check in on me. You support me in my work. You give solid advice. You're honest you aren't codependent which i feel like is something people tend to overlook when it comes to good friends yes like 10 out of 10 friends thank you i feel yeah. like i could do like as of lately i feel like i haven't done as good of a job as i usually do checking in so i'm no, gonna keep that in i mind. don't i don't blame people for that at the moment though just because i feel like like, I'm not saying checking in isn't necessary by any means, but I also mm -hmm. know, like, for me personally, and get that for a lot of people, especially with, like, school and even just life stuff. Like, sometimes it's hard to, like, have the mental energy to, like, do a proper check-in without, like, kind of being a zombie. Right. And so it becomes, like, less of, like... Yeah. An enjoyable thing and more like a chore obligation. Thing. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and it kind of you can kind of tell and it it seems almost worse to just be like 
<laughs> to like do like a half-assed check-in where it's like yeah. <laughs> where it's like hey how how are you i'm, I'm suffering <laughs> but like how are you <laughs> Just and then they're like, I'm fine. You need to take care of yourself, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No no reason to try and talk to a zombie. Check in in two to three business days. Please come back when you are not deceased. <laughs> <laughs> take some time to revive yourself, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Which show slash movie makes you feel safe? Makes me feel safe. Mm -hmm. I would say... I think... That makes me feel safe. That's a very specific... Mm -hmm. I feel like I watch movies to be to, for, for catharsis a lot of the time. Um, mm. I think in terms of what makes me feel safe, probably, probably nature documentaries, honestly. Mm, yeah. um, I think those make me feel pretty, pretty safe or like a good animated film, yeah. you know? I can't, I can't really think of like a specific, you know what, there's this show called um, Snow Fairy Sugar and um, I watched that a lot when I was a kid and I think that show and probably Avatar The Last Airbender yeah. make me feel very safe. It just feels nostalgic mm -hmm. and good and genuine because sometimes I watch movies and film and TV these days and I don't feel that, that I don't feel the thing, you know, the authentic mm -hmm. thing that you, when you watch a film and you see a part of yourself in it, I don't feel that a lot of the time when I watch new mm -hmm. media. And mm -hmm. so sometimes I just kind of revert back to old media to feel the, the thing. Yeah, yeah. Now I can get that. Yeah, because there's like a certain, like, yeah, I feel like until you said that, I didn't realize how like not often that that happens, that I like feel, feel seen in media. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, because when you do, it does feel a certain way. A weirdly like comforting way, even if it's something like super harrowing or sad. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it definitely happens these days. It just feels mm -hmm. more occasional, especially since a lot of new meat, like TV film stuff isn't like being produced right now or like shot. Yeah. They're just kind of pulling out whatever they have, the scraps they have left, <laughs> not like the scraps. I'm sure there's some good stuff. I'm not really in tune with it, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's, <laughs> they're really fighting for their lives out here right now, man. Yeah, that's why I'm hoping when I make this film in the spring that they'll be like, mm -hmm. oh shoot, we're all out of content, please. <laughs> Netflix will be like, please give me this movie. That's what I'm hoping. <laughs> yeah, honestly, they really might be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Yeah. All right, I have one final question for us to end on. And that question is, you have the ability to shape the future with absolutely no limits. What does life look like in five years? In five years? Yes, you're 24. I'm 24. The possibilities are endless. It looks like, oh, wow. But I can only shape my reality or I can shape all of reality. 
to well, fit. Well, the possibilities are limitless, so oh. exactly do whatever you want. Okay, so... <laughs> There's so many directions I could go. Wow. I think five years from now, um, America's destroyed and we've made something new and it's, and you know, and it's just, it's, it's different, but way better. And, and we're like figuring it out, but like, uh, community is, is valued and people take care of each other and, um, everyone is learning to connect with nature again like agriculture is a huge thing where people are like growing their own food and um providing for their own communities that way like most things are local and uh there are no borders anymore we just like there's just one big america um and if i realized recently that like people in quote unquote Latin America think of America as one America anyway and that like the whole idea of South and North America is like kind of a Western thing I guess uh huh. I don't I don't know um yeah. I I might be misconstruing that but anyway yeah there's not borders and like people live in small communities because I think that's like the way I feel like I've ever I've functioned best when I'm living in like a very small community like Mm-hmm. So living in a small community with friends and um, everyone's needs, basic needs are covered. And so people can focus on like the higher up in the hierarchy of needs. They can focus on self-actualization and um, friends and family and social stuff instead of just having food and, you know, basic things yeah. that people should have. So that would be my ideal, my ideal in five years. Make it happen, guys. <laughs> So America is like a monastery. America is like a monastery, and Kish and I are running our own monastery. We will create it. We'll we'll come up with a name eventually. Yeah, we we shall. Mm-hmm. Hey, if you want to, if you want to early sign up, you can go to www.kirstenandnataliesmonastery.com. We'll change the domain when we get a chance. <laughs> Uh, we'll call it the spicy estate. The spicy estate. I love that. <laughs> Alright. Yeah, on that note, that's the end of the questions I have for you, my dear. Thank you. So. I I really enjoyed our convo and speaking with you, as usual. As for you, yes. I feel like this was just a slightly more structured version of <laughs> just a conversation with us. But I liked having you on. I like seeing your face and hearing your voice. But that's just the usual. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> any any exiting words of encouragement you'd like to tell my wonderful, wonderful listeners? Um just breathe super deeply all the time not all the time but whenever you feel yourself feeling like you're you're slipping or that things are getting too much just breathe in for four seconds breathe out for eight do that like four times and i promise um that will at least make your body feel (laughs) more relaxed um and yes that is all yes good advice and very, very coincidental advice, as I will leave you 
with the usual deep breath counter before we all go about the rest of our days. But Natalie and I are gonna run off and leave you all to do that. Don't worry, it's me, but it's like past me. <laughs> so it's me, it's me from a different life. <laughs> Oh, a different wow. day. Is wow. identity real? No. <laughs> Are we the same person we were yesterday? Is the uh, I, uh, uh, philosophy class? Okay, anyway. <laughs> All right, babes. I'll see you next time on Cather's Corner. In, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, out two three four five six in two three four hold two three four out two three four five six in two three four hold two three four out two three four five six before you go remember to follow or subscribe wherever you like to listen from for future episodes this podcast is available on spotify apple Podcasts, anchor fm stitcher and many more places and if you want to stay updated on the show or me in general i'm at catharaxia everywhere that matters you're amazing you're doing what you can and take care and i'll see you here next week on Catherine's corner